Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed, and I want to welcome you into the show this morning. So, I want to discuss a topic that I've been seeing show up more and more on both TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, uh, X, you name it. There's this... You ever heard of the term quiet quitting? I hadn't really heard about this until somewhat recently. And, of course, it's coming from my generation of Generation Z, of course. And, look, I want to tell you a little story. I want to start out the gate with a story. So, I'm a college student. I go to college. One of my professors, he used to be a judge. He's been a lawyer for a long time. He's a pretty knowledgeable guy. In his class, last week, we had this conversation about whether a college degree was worth it, why he thought that his generation of Gen X, the boomers, the the, the um, generation X millennials, or the how they were kind of screwing my generation over because of higher rates of so inflation was higher, um, the wages aren't keeping up, there's a degree inflation. All this jazz, and he was talking about how he was, he thought it was a disgrace that people were getting away with this. And so he wanted to set the record straight. We had a very interesting conversation, but I think it really could have been, it could have also gone this direction as well. I think there's a bigger issue here because the more I hear about uh, inflation, uh, the wages aren't keeping up. This conversation tends to veer towards this idea of UBI, a universal basic income, which is a symptom of socialism. Now, and that all comes back to one simple thing, money. Always comes back to money. If you ever want to wonder why someone is saying something, doing something, uh, pretending, it all comes down to money. Almost always. Always money, or on the off chance, it's power, but it's usually money. And so, here's the question I really want to pose to you today. Is money the root of all evil? Is money the problem? If everybody had all the money in the world, would things be better? And who do you think is more responsible for the dysfunction in our society? Is it the rich people, or is it the poor people? Who do you think is the problem? Now, I'll tell you where I stand on this issue, because... As I see it, we are put on this planet to serve one another. And money is a reward for the services that we render. Because unless you're a bank robber, unless you're that guy who, the crypto crook guy who who ripped everybody off, unless you're a thief, you have to make your money. You have to earn money by producing a product or a service that somebody actually wants and or needs. And if you don't do those things, or you don't work for someone who is doing that, well, then you're going to be broke unless you're working, (laughs) unless you, uh, A, work for the government, or B, you're a welfare leech. And speaking of welfare leeches, I want to share this with you. In 2022, the federal government spent $1.19 trillion on not the military, not <clears throat> nothing of actual importance, welfare. Oh, yeah, welfare, yay. 
20% of the federal budget went to welfare, supplement security income, uh, some, um, the SNAP, low-income housing, med, um, school meals, Medicaid. Oh, yeah. Oh, and they also spent 1.6 on health programs, Medicare, Obamacare. Oh, yeah. And that's only that. That's 20% of the budget. That's not including Social Security, the military, income security, education, commerce, housing. Oh, yeah. 20% of the federal budget goes to the leeches, the bums. I've told you this before. I had a conversation with one of my public policy professors, and she told me... She got so mad when I asked this question and told me to, to, to shut up, basically. I asked her, do you think the system is rigged? Not for the rich to win, but for the poor not to lose. And she got so mad when I asked that question. Why? Because when you ask a question that is unpopular, for example, if I asked a question, let me put it to you this way. If I, instead of asking that question... I had instead said, hey, do you think this system is rigged for people on top to always win? Uh, you're going to probably say yes. Even if you don't fully believe that, you're going to probably say yes because that's what you've been told to believe. That's what, that's what people want you to think. And then they might bring in race, they might bring in class, they might bring in everything around the actual issue. But if you then ask, okay, okay, people don't like the rich, okay, do people like the poor? Do people like the broke bums, uh, the drug addicts, the poor people, do we like them? Do you think the system is rigged so that they can't lose because we live in a democracy where everyone's vote is supposed to matter and statistically there's more poor people than there are rich people so they have to pander to the poor. And the only best way to pander to the poor is to give them things for, quote, free, which is just stealing from someone else to get, stealing from, is robbing Peter to give to Paul in plain English. So they'll vote for you. When you promise them X, Y, and Z, deliver none of it, say you're going to tax the rich when you, they don't realize it's the rich who paid for you to get into office in the first place, and you're never going to tax them, because if you did, then all that money that they gave to your campaign will go to your competitor next cycle. But people are dumb. They don't see that. They're stupid. The average person is a fool. Speaking of foolish, let's go back to the root of all evil. Is money the root of all evil? Well, people like to say to me, hey, Austin, people work really hard out here. They work 40 hours a week and they can't afford to put a roof over their head. That's not fair. That shouldn't happen. I say, well, where are they working? McDonald's. Where are they working? Uh, uh, five guys. Where are they working? They're working at places that are not high-skill workers. They're not working at Apple. They're not working at Google. They're working at the, the local Taco Bell. They're working at these places, the, the, the local uh, Chick-fil-A. That's where they're working at. And then, they, and then people want to tell me that, oh, they deserve to have housing. If you're not a skilled worker, if you're replaceable, that's your fault. You're try, not trying to better yourself. 
for those of us who actually hustle on our own and we're, we're, we're working I work more than you do most likely by the way if you really want to know the truth I probably work a lot more than you do and it's not a competition but I want to show you something look at this according to Google entrepreneurs work a variety of hours ranging from 20 to 80 to 90 hours per week 33% of small business owners reported that they worked more than 50 hours a week 25% said that they worked more than 60 hours a week. 70% of small business workers, of small business owners, my bad, work at least one weekend regularly. Not occasionally, regularly. So if we want to talk about this work-life balance, we want to talk about how you're working too damn much, well, those of us who are, you think are out here just smoking cigars and drinking and, and fornicating, no! We work more than you. You just don't see it because we don't go on social media to complain about it. We go on social media talking about your problems. Not ours. Your problems. That's what we're doing. We're not talking about our problems. We're talking about your problems. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I love what I do. I love recording these videos. I love working behind the scenes. I love writing books. I love doing this stuff. I don't hate it. If I hated it, I wouldn't do it. But I love doing it. So I have no problem with that. But there are people who hate what they're doing. They think they should be getting paid more. And they're upset about it. Add to the list the fact that everybody is suddenly a political activist all of a sudden as well. And then you have a concoction of chaos ready for everybody to drink. It's unbelievable to me. I mean, you look at the Starbucks riots recently. The Starbucks riots. Oh, yeah. The, oh, no, sorry. The boycott. You, you know, everybody, everybody, they have their own terms for everything now. But, well, I mean, look at this garbage. Let's take a look at this. Students have called for a boycott of Starbucks. Oh, la la. The, the liberal siren coffee company? Oh, no. We can't have this. Students have called for a boycott of Starbucks over the Israel-Gaza war. The boycott came after Kelly sent a cease and desist letter to members of Starbucks worker, Workers Union. Oh, boy. Oh, not the unions again. Oh, boy. Where's Karl Marx and Engels when you need them? Uh, the union posted a message on X, formerly Twitter, that read, Solidarity with Palestine. Oh, yes. What is it with people of my generation and the millennials? Why do they love the, the terrorists? Why do they love the, the Palestinians so much? Okay, here's my question. If you, if you stand with Palestine, do you do it because you actually like Palestine or just because you hate Jews? This is a real question I want, I want answered. Do you just hate people like me who are Jewish or do you actually love Palestinians? This is what I don't get. Let's see. The boycott also follows McDonald's as McDonald's Israel's announcement that it donated free meals to the Israeli military. Shout out to them. That's amazing. Thank you very much. We love that. Thank you. Why do people hate Israel so much? Can, can we have another conversation? Is this Kanye's doing? Did, did, did Kanye really provoke this? I, again, 
I don't understand this. I, I sincerely don't. I don't understand. Why is it that people... Is, do people actually like Palestine or do they just hate Jews? Because I guarantee you more people just don't like Israel and don't like the people who live in Israel. And those of us around the world who are Jewish, either by, by birth or by religion, they just don't like us. They don't actually care about Palestine. They just don't like us. It's more of the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of relationship, from what I can see. I mean, if you if you think I'm wrong, go ahead, make my day. But I guarantee you, most people don't even know where Palestine is. They don't know the history of Israel and Palestine. They don't know anything about Jews, except what they heard from Kanye or from someone else who doesn't like Jews. That's unbelievable to me. Anyways, I'll, I'll get off that topic because I guarantee you, you probably don't care. And instead, we're going to go over to this instead. We're going to go over to what's well, something I mentioned a little bit ago, quiet quitting. So what is quiet quitting? Well, according to the definition, quiet quitting is when an employee does the minimum required to keep their job, but doesn't go above and beyond. So examples of quiet quitting could include, but is not limited to the following, not speaking up in meetings, not volunteering for tasks, uh, refusing to work overtime, greater absenteeism, so in other words, they don't even show up for work, or they call out sick when they're not so actually sick, uh, and then limiting tasks to those within their job description only. Quiet quitting can be a way to set boundaries and improve so-called work-life balance. And it can also be a sign of deeper problems such as unhappiness with the company or their role in the company. And the term has gained attraction on TikTok, of course, and is particularly popular amongst Generation Z, my generation. Oh, lovely. Lottie, Lottie, Lottie da. Okay, here's the problem. I think I need to explain to people who are in the same age bracket as me, you know, early 20s to their teenage years and below. If you want to be like Elon Musk... If you want to be these entrepreneurs you see on, on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, if you want to be like that or like the streamers you see on Twitch, you want to actually work. You have to actually strive, have ambition, do something. You can't just sit there and be like, oh, oh, why, is my, why am I not getting everything for nothing? Schmuck. People have to work for things. They have to invest Time. They have to invest their energy. They have to invest their attitude and change it up. They have to invest their money. Be on your own team. You know how I mentioned that before if you've listened to this show? People are so lazy. They want everything handed to them as if they earned it. You haven't earned jack. Nothing. You're, but you're a bum. You've done nothing. And you want to come out here and tell guys like me who are grinding that I should feel sorry for you. Meanwhile, what are you doing besides getting high, getting drunk, fornicating, making bad choices, and then you want me to have sympathy for you? Not happening. I have sympathy for people who work two to three jobs, who just can't get ahead, who are trying, but it's taking them time to work out of that place. I respect that. 
I respect people who actually have goals and ambitions, but they're biding their time. They have a goal they're working towards, and they're working their way out of, off the plantation. I have sympathy for those people. I have sympathies for people who didn't have parents, who are actively trying to work their way out of poverty, trying to work their way out of being broke. I have respect for that. I do not have sympathy for people who are doing nothing and still want me to feel sorry for you. It's not happening. Let them drop by the wayside. I don't care about it. If you can't even be on your own team, you can't even advocate for yourself, I'm supposed to care about you? When did you ever care about me? Answer, you don't. So why the hell should I care about you? Where'd this come from, the rage? I was having a nice morning. It just, it makes me sick when I think about how much time, how much energy, how much of my attention and attitude and my money and my mindset that I give every single day to building myself and my brand that I have to deal with these losers who don't do anything and then they want me to feel sorry for them. It's not happening, dude. I'm not doing it. If you want to, if you want me to feel sorry for you, show me that you're actually working really, really hard and you just can't make it. And you've done it for years. And don't come to me with the whole, oh, I'm a single mother and blah, 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 blah. Yet single motherism is a choice, by the way. You chose to get pregnant. You chose to keep the kid. You chose to do what you're doing you chose to drive the husband away or you chose the, the guy who you knew wouldn't stick around but hope he would you chose that so don't sit here and tell me you're a victim when you chose your fate i have no sympathy for people who choose bad choices and then don't want the consequences i don't have sympathy for you i have sympathy for people who other people put them in a tough spot and they're actively trying to work their way out of a tough situation that someone else put them in I have sympathy for that. Not sympathy for people who can't work their way out of their own problems and then want me to act like and then want to act like a victim. You're not a victim. And if anything, you're a victim of your own bad choices. That's called life. Deal with it. <sighs> My friends, I didn't expect this to happen this morning, frankly. You know, I thought this was just going to be a nice morning. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk a little bit about history. But, you know, what I hear, the garbage of the writ, uh, the superior virtue of the oppressed, as if you're being oppressed, you're somehow more virtuous, and you're somehow better than everybody else, that's just a dang lie from the pits of hell, and I'm sick of it. When, in fact, it's the people like Elon Musk the people like Jeff Bezos who can do the most good in, in our society because they have money. The poor don't do anything but hate and fornicate, apparently, because just look at how many more poor people there are in the world than rich. How else do you explain that the rich people have maybe one, two kids apiece and the poor people have four, five, six... You chose to have kids. You chose to have unprotected sex. You chose to do those things, and then you want me to feel bad for you. People don't know how to orientate their life and then want me to feel sorry for them. It's not happening. You chose your struggle. I don't feel sorry for you.
Call me a bad person if you want. I don't care what you think. Because you know I'm right. If you're getting mad right now, it's because you know I'm right. And I'm hitting a I'm hitting a chord in your soul and you don't like it. Well, uh, I think I made my point. I think I'm just digressing at this particular point and treating this more as a therapy session at this point. But my friends, what do you think? Is money the root of all evil? Is money bad? Is money good? Are people who have money good? Are people who don't have money good? Are they bad? What do you think? I'm curious what you have to say. But feel free to leave your your comments in the comment section. If you like what you're hearing, you know what to do for the algorithms. And I've been posting a lot on X. I ask questions all the time. I retweet stuff. I like to troll sometimes. Go on over to Sheep, at Sheep Get Sheared. You'll find me, Austin Creed. I got the check mark all lined up. At the end of the day, my friends, your life is dictated by you. Now, there are people who can affect your life. There's no question about that. But you need to make sure you know who's in your life and who you allow in. Because that is a choice. The absence of action is still a choice. I know that's tough to hear, but it's reality all the same. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. God bless Israel. We'll make it through this. But you need to start taking, taking control of your life. Because if you don't do it, who else is going to do it? All right, I'm out of here. Peace.